You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And at guard, six four from Kentucky. Welcome to Clipper Nation, number two. John! Whoa! Crack them open. What it do, baby? John Wall is a Los Angeles Clipper. I'm Chris Kowal. Wild, welcome to the show. It's Clipcast, the longest-running Clippers podcast in the history of ever. Longest-running, best Clippers podcast. With me, as always, is Burbank Wall Hank. Yes, yes, and here we are. Here we are, Clipcast, out of retirement after our summer break. After oh, I heard, I heard there was an NBA postseason. I'll never know. I, I I didn't watch it. I'd like you to ask me how many possessions. Of postseason basketball, not a lick, not a how many possessions, not a layup, wall hang, zero, zero. It's almost like the postseason hit a wall for Burbank Hank. Oh, really? That I'm not. I'm petty. I'm petty and bitter. We weren't in it. We weren't in it. Why would I watch forever? Now you know, for years, as Uh long-suffering Clippers season ticket holders, twenty plus years Mm. of it. Uh, we, we would sit and watch the postseason, and when I would talk to my friends who were fans of other teams, they'd say, I'm not watching my teams. And I'd say, yeah, you're not a real NBA fan. But the truth was, when you were a Clippers season ticket holder and you would finish the season under 500, you had mm. to be a fan of the NBA because all you really had going for you was good basketball games that you always lost. So you became a fan of other teams. But now that we're any good, if we're not in the postseason, I'm not watching. No, thank you. We we were in the postseason once in our first 10 years of being fans. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Then we started this show, and we weren't in the postseason once in 10 years with this show. I like that. Oh, yeah. Better. Better. I know. We were like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. We've only been to the postseason once in 10 years. Something's wrong. We need to fix it. And we did. We started the show. This is the 11th season of Clipcast. Welcome. We've missed the playoffs one time in 10, except for, oops, we missed it again because of the stupid playing tournament. But we're not here to hang our heads and sulk about the fact that we weren't in the postseason because we weren't in the postseason. We have our best backup point guard possibly ever. But the last good backup point guard I can think of was Darren Collison backing up Chris Paul with all due respect to Terrence Mann, who never really worked out as our backup point guard. He's much better as a guy off the ball, I think. So this is exciting. We've got that backup point guard. Unless, Hank, you think John Wall starts and Reggie Jackson comes off the bench. Well, everything is determined by health, isn't it? I mean, that is always the big question for the Clippers, although I was mistaken. I had it in my mind that John Wall had not played a lot of games with Houston because he was injured, and that is not the case. I learned today that actually... 
he actually was not playing because he and the team agreed he wouldn't play because he was not a part of their rebuild. So he's been practicing and sitting on the bench and I guess keeping in shape at a gym in Miami, but really has not been playing. But he's not injured. It was several seasons ago that I think it was his Achilles and his heel um, bothering him. So I think he could start. And I think the big reason I think he could start, if you, you bring up Reggie Jackson, and you know we love Reggie Jackson. We oh, love sure. But Gave the, tr- the fans peanut butter and jelly But bites the truth is the kindness that of his heart. for most of his career, truth right, right now over the last 10 seasons, John Wall has averaged 9.1 assists on his career. And keep in mind, for the last three seasons, he's played half the games. He's played half the games. Uh, but previous to those three seasons, he was averaging a double-double. He was averaging 10 mm. to 11 assists a so, season. And re- if everyone's wait, healthy, and wait, starts? And wait, Reggie Jackson <laughs> yeah. is averaging, oh, excuse me, last season got under five assists. So if John Wall is healthy, he's our starting point guard. You want the guy with you? Oh. You want 10 assists. You want 10 oh. assists. And I oh. love, you know that I have many times on the podcast talked about you don't always start your best player. You got to think about energy. You got to think sure. about energy, guys. So I think you know, Reggie. Energy I, finds the ball. I think Reggie Jackson coming off the bench would be beautiful. I don't think he cares about starting. But what we do know about Ty Lue is he's going to try on both ways in the preseason and probably the first, probably like just the beginning of the season, just probably the first 78 or 79 games of this season, he'll tinker with that lineup and try to figure I out. Asked <laughs> Clipper, I asked Clippers Nation. Sure, Clippers who Nation. They think should start John Wall or Reggie Jackson. And this is, I've done a lot of Ask Clips Nation on the social media, on the NBA Twitter, which we love. We love NBA Love it. Oh, it's fun. It's a train wreck and it's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's the best train wreck. so reactionary and it's so fire. And there is no better off-season trade season than basketball. There's no bad bad season in basketball. No. Off-season, a.k.a. trade season. There's preseason, which is probably the worst. There's regular season, and then there's postseason, the most exciting. But NBA trade season is great and juicy. I asked Clips Nation, hashtag Ask Clips Nation, who's our starting point guard, John Wall or Reggie Jackson? And it is a real narrow margin for your call, John Wall, at 52%. Oh, okay. 52%. Great. Say John Wall, 48% say Reggie Jackson. I... And with the 48, I think John oh. Wall's our best backup point guard since Darren Collison, and he's better. You're saying, actually, Reggie Jackson is our best backup I just want point the, guard I just since want, Darren Collison. I just want the assists, and I think in the second half you want the shooting. Or excuse me. How, in your, how do you say assists? Second. I'm sorry. Say that again. Assists. Really? Not assists. I could, uh, maybe that's me. I say assists. Well, you put the you know ass. You know who led the league in assists You put the ass back year. in assists. And, and by the way, while while you were checking my pronunciation, I did go, I, I checked myself. Pronunciation. Um, I exaggerated John Wall's uh, assist stats. It was the three seasons before he started having injuries that kept him out that he averaged over 10 assists a, a game. Before you, that, man. it was more like the eight range. But still, mm. he's almost lapping. Reggie mm. in assists on average. Oh, and yeah. so, oh, yeah. I don't know. We're going to see. I mean, do, let's have no doubt. Reggie has earned the starting spot. The starting but I just sure. don't think Reggie cares. I think he wants to win basketball games. And we're going to find oh, yeah. out. We're going to find out win. what fits. You know, We're getting rings. Uh, the person that I attribute John Wall closest to, I think, is Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose injury problems. Was he the same? He came back. 
he shined in limited minutes. So I think he's like a Derrick Rose potential success story. I have a question for you, Burbank Wall. Well, well, and sorry, sorry, sorry. Before the question, before the question, that is where you you may be correct about Reggie starting is that Reggie doesn't have the same issues with health, um, and and we may very (laughs) we very well may need to be doing load management with John Wall. May need to. This is the anti sports talk show. On every other sports talk show, the two hosts pick opposing sides and then fight to the death verbally. Over which side? On Clipcast, you're like, well, you may be right, Christers. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I, I prefer it. Sorry. I prefer sorry it. That, oh. Sorry we're friends. Sorry that we're friends. <laughs> I'm sure friends. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry, too. The I'm best. sorry, too, that we're just <laughs> friends. I thought we were best of friends all these years. My question to you, Hank. Yes, yes. Can you name who's your favorite rapper in a tribe called Quest. Who's your favorite rapper in a tribe called Quest? Oh, Who's Fife your Dog. Favorite tribe rapper. Fife Dog. Fife Dog. Yeah, he's a better well, he's a better rapper Dog. than Q-Tip. He's not the more famous rapper, but he's a better rapper than Q-Tip was. Fife Dog said, and I quote: "John, my status, John Wall. No, my status, Chris Paul, John Wall in the league. That's what Fife Dog said, and I quote: "My status, Chris Paul, John Wall." In the league, one thing Fife Dog loved more than any rapper was the NBA and loved the New York Knicks. Loved. That That was that was his team, and NBA was his life. And he rhymed famously, my status, Chris Paul, John Wall, in the league. Why did he do that? Because those were the two premier point guards when he was rapping, which was not that long ago, right before he passed. My point is, Hank, your favorite rapper is rapping about two Clippers point guards, former Clipper great Chris Paul and current Clipper great John Wall is a Los Angeles Clipper, and that is something to dance about. That is something to be exciting about. That is why I cracked open a fresh can of Tiki Hut IPA beer. I never drink IPAs. You never drink IPAs. This IPA. is a party, Hank. Well, this is in honor of you, my best friend. I am partying because John Wall is a clipper. Well, and also it looks like we're going to get him for the mid-level exception. And although it, it would have been nice to have gotten him for the veterans minimum, um, right? I, I still am what not. What happens ver- to Hartenstein? Uh, the, that's the question. I mean, we do have an owner with deep pockets, but um, I I don't dislike. Getting John Wall for $7 million or just under $7 million. I don't dislike double negatives, so we have a lot in common, you and I. Well, I don't dislike that. Well, we don't not have a lot in common. (laughs) I also asked Clips Nation, before we got John Wall, mind you, now that we've signed Rocco, who is next, Hank? Who do we need to sign Next, now that we've signed mm, okay. Rocco, because okay. Rocco is locked in. Yeah. He's locked in. Yeah, I'm ready with that answer. The answers that I gave to Clipper Nation. Oh, yeah, what Would were you they? like to hear the answers, yes, yes, the yes. options? What were they? Okay. They were Amir Coffey. They were Nicholas Batum. They were Isaiah Hartenstein. And then fourth was someone new. So who do you think Clipper Nation said, and who do you say, Hank? Oh, now that we've signed Rocco and John Wall, who's next? Oh, it's tricky. Oh, it's tricky. I for me, I'm gonna first of all tell you for me, Nicholas Batum is the most important mm-hmm. re-sign. Um, 
that is who Clipper Nation said. That's who they said because I could sexy sixty nine percent. They said yes. I could have also I could have also I thought they may have also said Hartenstein, but only because people for some reason are hating on Zubat so hard that they might have thought we have to have him. Um, But what's really fun um, about the reason the other reason I want Nicholas Batum back is because Musa Diabate, our Uh. draft pick. Is French Don't you born. talk about Moose and Bean? He's French. Don't you talk about Moose and Bean He's on the French. John Wall special? He's French. Moose and Bean. Yes, Parlez-vous Français. Yes, so we have both of them together. And you know, you know, so you know what we get to call them, Chris? What? The French Connection. <laughs> and here I am trying to label these two new guys as Moose and Bean, like it's a wacky morning radio show. Hey, welcome to Moose and Bean. <laughs> I'm Moose. Oh, and I'm Bean. Watch out. <laughs> Woohoo! Happy Friday. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Moose and Bean, but you're telling me it's the, the French, French connection, connection, man. But, uh, I'll, but of course. You know, we'll see. But, Musa Diabetes. But yes, absolutely, yes, Nicholas nice. Batum. You can't blame him for going out there and testing the waters, but my real hope is that we sign him back in. We want him. We need him. Of course. Oh, Batum. And, and, and Clipper Nation agreed. Second was Isaiah Hartenstein at 18%. Third was Amir Coffey at 9%. Someone knew 4%. Uh, by the way, there's a very real picture, I think. What do I know? A lot about the Clippers. That Steve Ballmer brings the whole gang back. Maybe we wave Jay Scrub. You know, like maybe Jay Scrub isn't invited back to the team. But there's a real scenario where Hartenstein and Amir Coffey join Moose and Bean, John Wall, Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, your favorite PG-13. It's your lucky number 13, Hank. Sure Let is. me ask you this. What's the next jersey purchase for Burbank, Hank? Because it's been a while yeah. since you've bought a jersey. The last jersey that you have is a big 5-0, and it says Hank on it. Yeah, right? you got that for me. If I were buying a jersey right now, honestly, it might be this exact design. I love the blue and orange. I really love that color oh, scheme so of the of my 50th birthday jersey, which you bought for me. Thank you very much, Chris Wall Wild. I'll get it. I'll figure it. Wall Wild. <laughs> Chris Go Wild. Wall Wild. <laughs> That's weird. Chris Go Wild. Uh, Wall Wild. But I I would love it in Paul George. Pa- Paul George is my favorite Clipper right now. He's uh, I-, I love the way he plays. I love how he goes into slow motion. He's so smooth. He's so cool. I think it would be Paul George in a heartbeat. Uh, and I really do love that blue and orange combo. Although it'd be it'd be weird to buy another one. I guess I haven't bought a jersey in a very long time. Maybe this. Maybe Not- maybe I buy a jersey. When you can buy the jersey that has the Larry O'Brien trophy patch on the chest. Maybe that's the next yeah, thing I, I buy. That's, yeah, that's probably the next jersey we buy is the champion jersey with the Larry O'Brien champion patch on their chest. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's a great call. We'll buy jerseys when we're champs. Who will we buy? You're saying PG-13. I'm saying Kawhi Leonard, number two. Sure. Number one in your hearts, number two in your playbooks. You know I love Chris Kawhi Leonard. I changed my name from Chris Wilde legally to Chris Kawhi Leonard. And then abbreviated that down to Chris Kawild, and that's why I'm Chris Kawild, host of Clipcast, the longest running Clippers yeah, podcast, and what's the I- best Clippers What's podcast. irritating about that is that every time you legally change your name, it requires mm-hmm. like references, mm-hmm. and so I've gotten a lot of calls yeah. from the government. It's frankly irritating. Oh, yeah. Just leave your name alone. I know. Just leave it alone. I, well, it doesn't have to be I legally do changed every time. You could just, well, I just use the name for today fun. to Chris Wall Wild, and <sighs> so the DMV will be contacting you for a reference. That's the worst. You you are my emergency contact. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just wrote Burbank Hank in red crayon and then your number. 
which I'm going to say on the on the air. I'm sorry, but it's time. No! I'm going to say your number publicly on the air. So, fans, if you've always wanted to call or text Burbank Hank, just reach out to him at 555-555-5555. No, my Extension personal number. Five. I had to work so hard Extension to get. Extension 5. Listen, the phone number was not difficult to get, but the extension number 5 was. Interestingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no, a hot extension. That was the go-to extension <laughs> Everybody request. Everybody wants extension five. <laughs> so I don't want to waste too much time on Moose and Bean on the John Wall spectacular. No, John Wall's not, best years. Listen, there's there's not there's not much to say. The truth is that we we got <laughs> there's not much to say. No, I mean about says. about our pickups. I mean Justin Bean, we picked up on a D. We, he was not drafted. Um, it, we didn't draft. He him. sure was drafted by the Clippers. No, we no, about? we signed him on a deal. We signed him on an on an undrafted free agent deal. We did not draft him. I thought he was a draft pick, Hank. Buddy, he was not a draft pick. He was not. Oh wow! So only Moose was, not was called, a draft pick. His name was not called. Uh, and then the Clippers signed him on an undrafted free agent deal on its Exhibit Ten okay. contract, which basically means okay. he'll play in the summer league. Uh, and hope to get a chance to play with the Clickers, Clippers and the G League team, and that Ooh, is I like Clickers. Clickers, Clickers is, good. is a good catchphrase, uh, for right? Us, but the Clickers, but also that's also uh, looking at um, Andrew Grief's article in the LA Times about Musa Diabate. He also was pontificating that more. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Andrew Grife. Is it really Grife? The LA teams. Uh, it's the LA teams. That both of them will paper. probably mostly be playing with the G League team, but we're going to see because Diabate's sure. got nice numbers coming out of Michigan, and we'll see how he does. We'll see oh, how he does. Okay, okay. So, how do you pronounce the guy we drafted? How do you How do you pronounce that name? Because I'll tell you how I pronounce it: Moose Diabetes. Mm, how do no. you pronounce well, it? Well, certainly not like that, you idiot. You utter well, I'm idiot. I'm going to ask them. If uh, they let us back into the locker room, I, I I'm going to ask them. I, I asked Fiondu. I want to say, I had always said Musa Diabate, but I, like that. but I also have seen his name with an accent over the last E, which would make me think it's Musa Diabate, especially because mm. he's French. Mm. Oh, en français. Right? Oh, mais oui. Musa Diabate. And, wh- and when Diabate. you... Yeah, and when you look him up on Google, he comes up with that little you, yeah. he comes up with that little accent over the e. And am I I'm right about that, right? When you see an accent like that, that's where you put the emphasis, but maybe not. But he's from Paris. He was born in Paris. I love that. I love that he was born in Paris. I love that Nicolas Batum is going to have somebody to talk merd, as they say, Parle merd, aka talk shit, Hank, with oh in his gosh. native French. Well, oh, you know, it's a party. Chris. I'm drinking IPA Tiki Up beers. John Wall is a Los Angeles Clipper. I'm very excited. John Wall is a former big-time all-star starting point guard for the Eastern Conference. I believe his best years were with the Washington. I think they're called Wizards. That seems right. I think that John Wall is going to bring such a great vet presence, shot in the arm. You have said this many times. Who's the most dangerous player in the NBA? The player with a chip on his shoulder. Oh, he's yeah. got a chip on his shoulder because they, people think he's a glass Joe. I think he's going to be our backup, so he's not going to have to play 30 minutes a night, 35 minutes a night. I just don't see that. He could play 20 minutes a night. He could play 25 minutes a night. He can work his way in. We can see how he gels with this team. I am so excited to see the the anti-gravity space chess master Ty Lu plays space chess with this new piece because John Wall is yet another king. Kawhi Leonard is a king. 
Ty Lue has these kings on his squad, on his board, and I'll tell you, it ain't going to be boring being a Clipper fan having John Wall coming off the bench or starting because what's your dream starting five now if you're playing Wall, everybody's healthy. I know you've got John Wall. I know you've got Kawhi Leonard. I know you've got Paul George. I'm guessing you have Zoo and is your fifth starter Mook Morris, is that who you're doing, Hank? Yeah, I, I would. I, I think so. I think so. I'd love to have. I, I love Mook in there, bruising around and going for boards, and also being deadly from the three point line. That's really nice. That's really nice. I mean, we, we're. I'm excited to have Wall. You're. You absolutely are right in quoting me and pointing out my correctness. So I would like to tell you, I commend you on commending me for how right I am. That the most dangerous NBA player is the player with the chip on their shoulder. We're talking about. A former first pick, first mm. NBA pick, twelve no. years ago. Number yeah, one. He was number one. Number one. Yeah, he was number one in 2010. So, oh my gosh, talking- when was the last time we had a number one pick? Blake Griffin. Oh gosh, maybe. I think so, Hank. Maybe. Holy cow. Yeah. I am blown away. Holy smokers, Mike Smith. Yeah. I'm sorry I had you fired. <laughs> and now I'm retired. I don't know what you do, Mike Smith. Uh, so but I do sweet show. Yeah, you know, it's a really, <laughs> it's a really nice starting five, man. It's really nice, and I love John Wall. I, I, I oh, so gotta... you do love John Wall? See, I'm just in love with him, but you love him. Nope. Oh, I also like like him. <laughs> You're an idiot. Agreed. Idiot. And I am partying because John Wall is a Los Angeles Clipper. This is very exciting. I don't know that I've been. I, I'm more excited about John Wall being a Clipper than I certainly was Rajon Rondo being a Clipper. The last time I was a, this excited about a new Clipper was Kawhi and PG. Well, I, I remain. I'm, gonna, I'm working real hard here not to use the NP word because I am. A, I'm a little nervous. Purvis. Nonsense, police. I'm a little oh. nervous. Purvis. <laughs> It's been so uh, long about John, that I had lived a life where about, I forgot about that stupid I'm a little saying. nervous Purvis. <laughs> oh, not like Aunt Purvis. Old Aunt Auntie I'm a little Purvis. Pur- I'm a little Purvis about John Wall See, just because of just because of uh, health. But the truth is, like I said, based on what healthy. I read. You're the one who told based me Based on healthy. what I've read, he's healthy and he doesn't have any he miles on him. He playing with a guy named Jim in Miami. You said it on the damn no, show. In he a basketball he's gym. in Florida <laughs> with Jim. He's been healthy this whole time. Jim can vouch for him, is what you said on the show. I'll play it back. Well, play it it's back. Too we'll much, sit here and listen to the whole thing too together. Much. It's too much. Just trust uh, me. But, but of it. course, of course, that that always remains the question for me for guys that haven't been playing and all that sort of thing. But again, like like I've already said, and you've said, in theory, it wasn't his body that kept him from playing. It was just that he was not a part of the future build of the team. Um, thank God. Thank God. By the way, thank you, NBA God. For the Houston Rockets, I get down on my knees and I say thank you, NBA Lord, for the Houston Rockets buying out John Wall because they've bought him out. So we don't have to sacrifice something crazy to get him. We just get him for free, basically. Yeah, well, they saved a little money doing it because um, they. I think they paid him. Set, my understanding is they paid him seven six point nine million dollars less, which is basically what he would get with the mid level exception. Uh, so they got a little bit of a deal on it, but they already have the guys that they want to be building around. You know, they want to be building around Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. So there wasn't any reason for them to play him because they have these two young guys that they really planned on building this new Rockets team around. So they they mm. needed to get rid of him. 
And they did. Mm, and they did. And we got him. And we and did. I'm and they, and more, maybe equally importantly, the Lakers did not get him. And the Lakers <laughs> were not able to unload. They were once again not able to who else, unload. Who else didn't they get? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Excuse us. Excuse us for one moment, Clippers Nation, as this becomes gloat cast. You didn't get Kyrie. How in get God's him. name would he take a $30 million pay cut? No. What is wrong with that fan no, base? No, he wouldn't even take a $30 haircut. He has no interest. Is <laughs> no interest in coming to play here. No one does. Okay, so if you're no just tuning does. in, no one does. No one wants to Kyrie come play Irving with you. will not take a thirty million dollar pay cut, and he also won't take a thirty dollar haircut. No, well, he would. Of course, These he wouldn't. Actually, Kyrie I'm sure he gets very facts. expensive haircuts. Is my guess. He probably has a guy. He's probably got a well, guy. I asked. I asked Clips Nation. I said, "Okay, Clipper Nation, what do you think? Is Kyrie Irving going to be a Clipper this season?" And what do you think the majority said? Because we're a very smart fan base. They said no. Of course they said no. But if you ask the dummies over in L Word Dumpster Fire Camp, they would have said 101% with a 1% margin of error, yes. He'll take a $30 million pay cut. He'll take a $30 haircut. And he'll join his old guy that he hates. And he'll join the guy that he left on the top and join him on the bottom. What a bunch of morons. All right. I also asked Clips Nation this question, Hank. Who are our rivals? Now, do I need to tell you the four choices, or do you want to just jump in and tell me your answer? No, I'll, I'll hear the four choices. Okay, Clipper Nation. Who are our rivals? I'm asking you, Clips Nation, and I'm asking you, Burbank Hank. Who are our rivals? Is it those Northern California bastards who took the California Cup from us, and congrats to the Golden State Warriors, a.k.a. the Oakland Dubs, oh, did they, for being did they the win? California Cup winners. Did they, they win the, won uh... the NBA championship? Oh, yes. they did? Oh, okay. oh, you don't know did because that already, you didn't watch, did that already you didn't watch any postseason. I mean, did you, oh, did you not watch any postseason? No, not a lick. Not a lick, not a possession, not a <laughs> dribble, not a layup. <laughs> a single, not a did single they win? bounce pass. Did the Warriors really win again? So the Warriors, not only did they win the California Cup, but they also won the NBA oh, championship. Good for them, people I guess. Are torn, people are torn which matters more. All right, so who are our rivals? The champs, the Warriors. The Phoenix Suns, who, by the way, are about to be completely dismantled. The Dallas Mavericks. Or the L Word. Who are our rivals? Okay, so, so I first of all, I would like to answer about each of them, if you'll let me get through it. Don't ding the bell yet. Absolutely. Don't ding the Absolutely. bell yet. Um, I would argue that the Phoenix Suns fans were our fans' rivals. <laughs> I don't believe that they, as a team, were our team's rival. Their fans were our rivals. Uh, and But the good news is they had a very small window, and it's closed. It's closed. They're not going to hold on to DeAndre Ayton because they've overpaid so many guys. And frankly, I think that's Oh, I it. disagree. I don't I think, think it's closed. It. I think it's slammed shut. Uh, even better. I don't think it's closed Even better. All. I think it's slammed shut on their four fingers. Even better. As far as single as far as far single team, single player rivals go, Luka Doncic uh, is mm. certainly a rival mm -hmm. of ours mm -hmm. on his own. Mm -hmm. Because he is mm -hmm. a wackadoodle, and I say that in all due respect to all mental health 
<laughs> sensitivity, but we have seen him. And, and apparently at the end of this season, he was interviewed and said like, yeah, I think I might need to calm it down a little bit on the court. Um, because he just preens and clucks and freaks out and talks to nobody and bugs his eyes out. It's pretty bananas to watch. Uh, but I would not. But I would not call. I would never impression. call the. But I would never call the Dallas Mavericks our rivals. No, not in a million years. Suns would be mm. above Mavericks for sure. Okay. Um, okay. I would argue that the Golden State Warriors were our rivals when it was Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. But in the yeah. era, but in the Lob City, but in the, Lob City in this, Clippers. yes, they were the Lob City. They were absolutely, but. Since we got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, the Golden State Warriors have been a non-factor. And so it's it's difficult for me to think. I, I really look at that Lob City era team as a different team. Um, mm-hmm. but, but this is where this is where my answer is going to land. Uh, OK. The We are not the Lakers rivals. Fair enough. Historically, the Lakers Celtics. rivals the are the Boston are the Celtics. Rivals. Absolutely. But the Lake, they did but, not win the championship. But the, oh, they made the finals, by the way, and lost. They're the Eastern Conference champions. That's right. But the Lakers, I would actually argue, are our rivals because we live in their shadow in the great city of Los Angeles. They have all of the history, and we are still clamoring for our first ring. So I would say modern era, that is our rival. Whew, and Clipper Nation agrees with you. Clippers Nation agrees with you. To the tune of over half of Clippers Nation said the L word was our rival. Now, here's something that you may or may not like, Hank. I think you, Burbank Hank or Burbank Wall Hank or John Wall Hank Dittman, whatever you call yourself these days. And yes, I'll agree to the reference calls from the DMV. I'll take the damn call. <laughs> Zubank Wall Hank Zubank or whatever Hank. you call yourself. That's right. I disagree with you in Clippers Nation. I think that our rivals are the Phoenix Suns. They have now twice thwarted us from going the distance. Back in 2006, we got as far as we had ever been. The Suns beat the L word in seven in round one. We beat, excuse me, it was five. The Suns beat the L word in five back in the day in round one in 2006. We beat the Nuggets. I don't remember how many games it took us. Maybe you were there. I don't think those that was a best of seven series, but I could be wrong. Regardless, we got to round two, and that's no, that's what I think it was that the Suns beat the L word in seven. They they beat L A in seven, and then they turned around and beat L A in seven, and that was the furthest we'd ever gone as a franchise, ever was to game seven round two, and the Suns stopped us, and then we all know what happened last year. Even though it's two seasons ago, it was just a year ago because of that weird, wacky COVID season that went all the way into Father's Day weekend for us. Usually, if you're in Father's Day weekend, that's June. That's the NBA Finals, Buster. But because of stupid COVID-19, the whole season got shifted and truncated. And we were in round two. I was there. Greatest home Clippers W ever. We win round two. We beat the Jazz. We gentlemen sweep them. We're down 2-0. We beat them in six. We don't even have Kawhi. We go to our first ever Western Conference Finals ever in the history of the franchise. And once again, that same damn team stops us in less games in six. And I just think when you look at the great rivalries, you go to the postseason. 
And you look at our postseason. The furthest we ever went ever was 2006 going to Game 7, Round 2. We never got further than that, ever. Even when Kawhi and PG came, we got to 7, Round 2. We tied it with Doc Rivers, but we got thwarted. We got stopped. But we go further than that the very next year with a brand-new coach, Ty Lue. We love him. And we get stopped by the Phoenix Suns once again. That's why I think the Phoenix Suns are our rivals. We've never even looked at the L word in the playoffs. There was a couple of times where maybe we could meet them if they won once and if we won once, but it didn't happen. So we never faced them. So I understand why Clippers Nation and you say the L word are our rival. I like the caveat that you put on it that they're not out that we're not their rival. Yes, of course, their rival is the Celtics. I would argue by the way that most of their dumbass fans don't even know that. Because they're not old heads like us. They're just stupid idiots who don't know anything about anything. And they think our rival, their rivals are us. But I'm here to tell you we're not their rivals. And I don't think there are our rivals. I think the Phoenix Suns are our, our, our rivals. They are our rivals. And I'm here to tell you that John Wall is going to get us way past wherever we've been before with the help of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And I don't think we see the Phoenix Suns at all. I don't know that the Phoenix Suns are a playoff team next year. I think they're in huge trouble. So I, I think the Suns are our rival. You think the L-word is our rival. I get it. I get it, Hank. Yeah, well, I mean, until we win a championship that we have to hear all the time about theirs. So Now, unlike your normal sports show where I would just die on the cross and fight you verbally to the death about how you're wrong and I'm right, I'm here to tell you I can't even say the name of the team of the team that I just decided wasn't our rivals, but I can just willy-nilly say sons, left and right, sons, 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 all day long, sons, 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 while I sing this song? Who am I, sir, to deny the fact that the L-word is our rivals when I can't even say the name of the team? Well, now I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you agreeing with me, and I agree with you. The L-word are our rivals. Of course the sons aren't our rivals. Shut up, Chris Kowal. What do you know, Chris Wall Wild? All right, I asked Clipper Nation a lot of stuff, okay? I asked Clipper Nation, and this is actually a great question for you, Hank, because you didn't watch a lick of the playoffs, and it was on this show tonight that you learned that the Warriors beat the Celtics in the finals. But I asked Clippers Nation, who do we want out of the West? Who do we want to get out of the West and go to the finals? Do we want the Grizz, the Suns, the Mavs or the Dubs? Who do you think Clippers Nation said they want to go to the promised land wait, and win the West? Wait, wait. Give me, give me the question one more time. Give me the whole thing one more time. Who do we want to get out of the West? Clipper Nation. Do we want? Okay, so this is back in the postseason. It's after round one, okay? It's the Elite Eight of the NBA, which is we were right there last year, which two seasons ago. It's very confusing. I asked, who do we want to get out of the West and go to the NBA Finals and win the West. The Memphis Grizzlies, the Phoenix Suns, the Dallas Mavericks, or the Golden State Warriors. Who do you think the Clippers Nation said? Oh, I bet they said the Golden State Warriors. Who do you want out of the West? The Memphis out of those the Memphis teams. Grizzlies. And that's what Clippers Nation agreed with you, Hank. Oh, because Clippers great. Nation is the smartest darn fan base in the entire NBA. They like those yo- They like Grizz. the young upstarts. 24% said Dubs, 18% said Mavs, 15% said Suns, which proves your point that the Suns are not our rivals. Although, actually, 
They didn't want the Suns, but if the L word was in, obviously that would they would get zero percent. Regardless, so Grizzlies was the right answer. Okay, and my and this is the last of this bit that I'm going to do with you, Hank, and then we're going to talk more about John Wall and next season, this season, the 11th season of Clipcast. Who's been best for us so far, Clipper Nation? Kawhi, Paul George, or Ty Lue? Oh, Ty Lue. Uh, but but I but it it, it would it, as a player, Paul George. But in the absence, I didn't of, ask. I just said who's best. I yeah, said, who's best? I think Ty Lue. Who's the best player? I think Ty Lue. I think Ty Lue hands down. I mean, I of the two of the two players, Paul George has been better because he's been more. He's been more available to us, but neither has been available to us full time. And and Ty Lue has really gotten in there and made put a lot of lipstick on a lot of pigs to make it really work with these lineups, <laughs> missing those two guys. Uh, I mean, in, okay. Well, now this if you is take very if you then. take injury out of it. It, uh-huh. I'm, I bet you that. Well, how could you? I said, who's been best for us? You can't take injury out of it. Who's been best for us since they've been here? Kawhi, Paul George, or Ty Lue? Ty Lue. 13, PG 13% of Clipper Nation said Paul George. 14% said Kawhi. Oh, right. I 73% right. said Ty Lue. 73%. Correct answer. I think you just went perfect, Burbank Hank, you old rascal. Well, I know Clippers Nation because I love them and I respect them. They're talented. They watch basketball. They're smart. They're good looking. And they're they're awesome. Clippers Nation. And you're one of them. You're <laughs> describing me and you. I'm looking you're at describing a, the listener. Well, I was looking in a mirror and also reading my dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> and weeping. I was writing in my dream journal, looking into a mirror and weeping. And also sketching John Wall as I did all of this. Look, here's the thing. Like, you and I have been going to these games for a long damn time. And the problem I have with Eastern Conference superstars is that I only get to see them twice a year. Okay. John Wall went to Houston, but didn't really play a ton. So normally we'd see John Wall four times a year, but we didn't get to see him. So the majority of his career, the lion's share of his career, when he was a big shot all-star, he was on the Eastern Conference. And we only got to see him, excuse me, like we only got to see him live once a year, and we get to see him on TV another time and listen to the great Brian Seaman give the call for John Wall playing ball. But I just don't know that much about Eastern Conference players. Sure, I know what the layman knows but I know a lot more about Western Conference players because I just I see them play more so if you've been in the Western Conference the past 10 years I've seen you live twice a year for the past 10 years I've seen you play 20 times whereas John Wall I I probably I haven't seen him play 20 times in my life in person no obviously we're going to remedy that this season we're going to see John Wall for 41 home games because John Wall is a Los Angeles Clipper what do you know about John Wall Hank Oh, uh, I really hate to do this to you, broadcast partner, but I've told you literally what I know about him. I mean, the same. I don't watch very much Eastern Conference basketball. I watch zero Washington Wizards basketball. But what I know is that on his career, he's averaging 9.1 assists. And I know that on his mm. career, uh, mm. I mean, I, and I like that. And on his career, he's averaging 19.1 points. But those mm. those numbers are pulled down by last season with Houston, uh, where he only got 6.9 assists on the season. Um, but you got to figure this is a guy who's nearly averaging a double double, nearly averaging. So you're a telling me so like career, it. you're you're telling me career nineteen and nine guy, yeah, you 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 average it up, career he's twenty ten, and and certainly, it, I, why not? I, I, it's probably unlikely that he has a career year with us out of the gate, 
But if he does have a career year, that's a 2010 guy, which obviously we would love. And say he just keeps his career average, it's a 19-9 and nine guy. And say Father Time says, no, nah, you're not going to get your great, great average of 19-9. and nine. You're going to... You're going to get 15 and 7. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? 15 points and 7 assists tonight? I'll take that every night. The Terrence Mann's not giving us that. Our other backup point guard, our previous backup point guard, and you know I love T-Man. He's the guy. But John Wall's better than Terrence Mann. Well, I certainly got 12 seasons in the NBA, get or give or take. I mean, I guess it's 10 or 11 or something like that. But, I, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're happy to have him. We hope we hope very much that he comes strong for us. But sure, I mean, he gets assists, he makes plays, and so it, it, our season really just comes down to: Is Kawhi Leonard ready to play? You know, is he ready to play? Does he come in ready to play? Is does he play I the think season? He manages. Does Paul George play the season? Does Kawhi Leonard play the yes. season? Is everybody healthy? Yes. Um, yes. Because that's what we have yet to see: is everybody healthy and playing a full season with each other, and that's what we want, big time. Do you think that Mook Morris is on the squad? Well, he's the one that a lot of Clippers Nation wants to trade, uh, but I, I don't feel a need to make any more moves. I suppose if some incredible player comes up and you can move Mook uh, and bring in someone better, you do. But I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of chemistry with this team. The guys love each other. I, I don't. I can't think of the reason to make adjustments but but also mook sort of was the guy in a lot of our games as the season went on and into the postseason who had inconsistent nights no doubt about it um sure but you know i, I love him i, 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 I don't, don't want to trade I don't mook fault him i don't fault mook for inconsistencies in that crazy season where he went down with COVID a couple of times a lot of guys went down with COVID. there wasn't that consistency as a team so how can you be consistent as a well and the guys were exhausted your teammates keep changing. by the time we got to the playoffs the guys were exhausted because they had so many people had been out we missed up sure. we did not have full lineups for most of the last for the end i mean of the we haven't even talked we haven't even talked about the league leader in three-point shooting percentage luke Kennard, who people tried to ship who people tried to say oh the rumor mill she's churning Oh, the rumor mill, she's a churning, and that the Clippers are shopping Canard. And I say the French connection, Moose Diabetes, and Nicholas Batum said, Oh, no, 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 mon ami, Luke Duck, because Canard is French for duck. I, they say, Go duck yourself and duck you in your rumor hole, because that was just a rumor. We're not shopping the greatest three point shooter in the game, the highest three point shooting percentage guy, Mr. Seven Points in Seven Seconds, who just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Luke Kennard, we are not shopping him. The only person that we are actively, openly shopping is Mook, and I'm okay with that. We're not shopping Luke. We're not putting him up. I don't see a situation, and as I'm saying it, I actually see this. We could possibly trade Mook and Terrence Mann. We could trade Mook and Mann for a nice piece, but we don't need to. We don't need to. We have Kawhi Leonard healthy. We have Paul George healthy. We have Reggie Jackson, John Wall, Ivica Zubats, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington. Batum is coming back. 
It, it isn't official yet, but he's basically said he loves the Clippers. They saved my life. The guy said that the team saved his life. He's not going anywhere. We've got Man. We've got Kennard. We have got such a great squad. The only buddy, the only guy who's maybe we're not going to get is Hartenstein, and I'm here to tell you the richest owner in professional sports Steve Ballmer is willing to not only refurbish 350 public basketball courts in Los Angeles, and P.S., that's all of them, 350 public basketball courts refurbished by Steve Ballmer. He will reach into his deep, deep Scrooge McDuck money bin and pull out gold coins and pay for Isaiah Hartenstein. We are running it back, but we are taking away Eric Bledsoe, who was a complete bust. I even talked about Norman Powell on the show. We've talked about Rocco. We've got Norman Powell. We have firepower. They're going to call the Clippers Wingstop because we've got wings for days, and this is where teams will come to die in Los Angeles. We've got 82 home games left before we go Dome Sweet Dome and hang our two championship banners because John Wall is leading us to back-to-back championships at crypto.clipto.com arena in downtown Los Angeles. Back-to-back championships under John Wall. Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Rocco, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, Ivica Zubats, name them, they'll be there. Coach Ty Lue and Clipcast, the longest-running Clippers podcast in history, will be there. And hopefully, we're going back in the locker room this season. Hope, 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 hope. Who will you interview first when we go back in the locker room, Burbank Hank? You! Because uh, we'll be rolling around on the floor in glee and enjoying. We'll interview each other about it before we interview. <laughs> before we interview a single Clipper, so we'll in, just sit so in, the in the corner and giggle and, you... and twitter and titter like little kids and just go oh, right here. What do you like? Do you like? So we're it? in the locker room and you interview me. Yes. that's that's your immediately. first interview. Immediately. <laughs> oh my! Well, what gosh. would your first question be? Yeah. That's not a question. You're just ejaculating in the locker room, sir. You're making a scene. We need you to leave. You're making a scene. Uh, I don't. I really would not know where to begin. I mean, I've already told you that my favorite current Clipper is Paul George. It would be a, a place I'd want to start quickly. But you know, we we both feel the same way about this. When everyone is when everyone is three reporters deep in every direction on a big star, it's always really fun to go after the guys that you know will be fun and funny and. Uh, and you can talk to. I'd love to interview Robert Covington. Uh, mm. I think he'd be. A, I, I think he'd be a really most threes f- ever in Clipper history in a game. I think he'd be eleven. A, I think he'd be a really fun interview. I have a feeling he's got a lot of energy. Really funny. I'll tell but you, you but my you, first question. But you bring up Norm. By, by the way, really quickly, you brought up Norm. Norm. Yeah. Norman Powell and Kawhi yeah. Leonard being back in the lineup, one hundred percent healthy, Champs. is a reason why you Champs. is is a reason why potentially you could deal Kennard. But my understanding from the team is that they're not. They're, he's, he's not, not off the table. No, no, that's not my understanding. My understanding is that he's not not available. They're just not oh. shopping him. Okay. They're just not I shopping him. Not is, on the table. is what was what what came from the team? Is my understanding. I think my understanding is that he's not available. That's what I was told. Well, he is this is not available. Uh, this is what I am reading uh, from an article from Let me Andrew Grice. Wait, I'm Powell reading. And I'm Kawhi reading. Leonard were healthy. I'm okay. reading. Uh, okay. It's possible the Clippers are willing to discuss him, but objected to the idea that he's being shopped. They're willing to right. discuss him. But are mm. but objected uh. to the idea that he's being shopped. Anyway, go ahead. What yeah, were you going to say? It sounds to me like he's off the table. 
Last time Norman Powell and Kawhi Leonard were both healthy and both played on the same team. What what what, what happened? Do you remember? No, I wish you no, I wish you'd refresh my memory. Oh, they uh, they they won the Larry O'Brien. They won the Larry O'Brien championship. They won the Larry O'Brien championship. They won the NBA championship. We had we had the rug pulled out from under our feet so many times last season. Every time it felt like we were picking up momentum, somebody got hurt. And we got these two great players. Norman Powell got hurt. We got Paul George back just in time for the playoffs. He got COVID. Like it just felt like every time we started to get our momentum going, somebody else fell down. Somebody else fell to COVID. Somebody else fell to injury. So everyone healthy, everyone, even if every member of our team played 65 games, I would be thrilled to see what sure. this season would look like because we just didn't get any. Well, Zubats like is it. playing 82. He's a horse. Oh, you know that. I'll tell you my first question in the locker room. I'm back. Okay. You're making a scene. You were asked to leave. Okay. So I. Oh, that's fair. Cool, that is fair. Okay? I'd ask myself to leave. Yeah. No. Well, your your first question was squealing noises on the floor is what you described earlier. So they've asked you to leave, but I remain because I played it cool. My first question, I go over to the new guy and I say, Moose. How do you pronounce your name? And we're going to find it out from Moose himself. I, By the way, I speak very little Francais. So I will commentable too. I will probably ask him in French. Je m'appelle Chris, Chris Kawild. Je m'appelle Chris Wall Wild. Commentable too, which means what's your name? And then I'm going no, to listen it absolutely does to not what mean he that. says. It absolutely does yes, not. Yes, it does. Como topple too. Come on topple too. That's Je m'appelle Chris, uh, Chris, Je m'appelle Chris Wall Wild. Okay. Je m'appelle Chris Kawild. Then I wink at John Wall. Then I wink at Kawhi Leonard. Je m'appelle Chris Wall Kawild. Come on topple too. That means what is your name in French? Yes, it does. I know, I know, isn't it like Como vous appelez vous or something like that? No. Come on topple vous. French nonsense. Come, come on, tapel too. So come on, t- appel is name. Je m'appelle. Je is is me. Oh, I'm looking M- this up. Me. All right, I'm looking Je this up. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. My name. Appel name. Je m'appelle. You're incorrect. Chris. Je m'appelle Clise. Okay. Com- Je m'appelle comment Clise. vous appelez-vous is how you say what is your name in French. The informal way is all- comment t'appelez-vous. Come on topple, come on topple too. Oh my gosh, your it's your pronunciation is that is awful. That's what it is. That's terrible. Oh, you should be ashamed. This guy, this guy who says assists and not assists is telling All me song. I pronounce things. I would wacky. say it in French, which is assist. You're having a Donchic moment. You're having an absolute Donchic cuckoo ass <laughs> moment you on the son damn of a Donchic. I'm trying to how party. I'm you. a IPA deep. <laughs> you are. Don't you just love? I can beer. tell without. Yes, po- I, I can tell it by your French pronunciation. <laughs> All right, Hank. I love you. I am so psyched to be back for oh, it's 11 good, man. seasons. It's of good. This is our first season ever clip casting with John Wall as either our starter or our backup point guard. And we just don't know, but we're going to find out. And I can't wait to find out with you. My broadcasting partner, Burbank, Zubank, Hank. I love you, pal. Congratulations. Clippers Nation, and congratulations, Hank. Congratulations yourself, Chris Kawild. And uh, why don't you sound the congratulations horn to wrap up this inaugural 11th season Clipcast? I will. That's a that's a correct. I will sound the horn. So that's a correct question. Oh, God. And the celebratory, the idiot. celebratory horn. Oh, celebratory. 
Oh no! Oh no! Celebrity! Oh my god! You're an idiot! You're an idiot! Come and happen too, Moose! John Wall's in L.A. Hollywood, oh no, John Wall is coming. John Wall is humming. John Wall is strumming. We love John Wall, and we know that John Wall is one of us. Thank you, Steve Ballmer. I said, hey, hey, it's another nice night. Another nice night, John Wall's in LA. I said, hey, it's a beautiful night, a beautiful night, because John Wall's in LA. The whole Clipper Nation rides a great blue sea. Ain't a place in the world John Wall would rather be. It's alright. John Wall's out of sight. We got Kawhi John Wall. Hank and Chris, the crowds go crazy every sound of the swish. We got Paul George, and we got Luke Kennard, it's delish. What about Powell and Rocco? I said, hey, hey, it's another nice night, another nice night, John Wall's in LA. I said, hey, it's a beautiful night, a beautiful night, John Wall's in LA. Look at us, all down here, and we stream live on TV. There's no place John Wall would rather be. Yeah, John Wall is in the building. We got Burbank Hank, we got John Wall, we got Chris Kawild. We don't have Jacqueline, that guy died. Let's go! I said, hey, it's another nice night, another nice night in LA. Lockdown Clipcast is dead. They're gone. A beautiful night in LA. Jag and Lockdown dead. Hey, it's another nice night for John Wall in LA. The fraud, the sham, the podcast lives on barely. Locked on, gone. Jack, gone. Lob City, gone. Go Clipcast. Go John Wall. Let's go. John Wall, baby. Maybe he'll teach me how to Dougie.